0: Empire. Yeah, I back to Hachamura! <laughs> um, first off, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. It was more just shocking to hear from him and understanding that he gets the most assist from me and the most spoon-fed baskets ever. You know, the culture is actually damn good. To sit up there and to say you don't have a culture
1: problem in the nation's capital, everything about the organization points to a culture issue. One guy took a <laughs> and another guy's shoe. I'm a little pissed off about it, but I know how I am. I
0: was kind of expecting it. It's disrespectful.
1: It was like Eric Killmonger going for total domination. What's up is mine. We're not going to be fucking sunk this year. We're the Stanley Cup champions. Yes! Yeah!
0: Thank you for joining us today. We are the Beltway Sports Bros. I'm Matt Bazzana, and as always, my brother Noel. Hey, we miss you guys on Friday. Thanks for uh, sticking around, listening to the prior shows. And Noel, good to be back. How's everything going?
1: It's going well. It's going well. Yeah, it's good to be back, bring the band back together, and let's get this thing going.
0: All right. So real quick, uh, we have an Instagram page, Beltway underscore sports underscore bros underscore podcast. We're also on Twitter at Beltway Bro Pod. We also have a Facebook group, so search groups and type in our name, Beltway Sports Bros. You can also find us and all of Empire's podcasts at empiremedia.com. One last thing, please subscribe or follow, depending on what podcast app you use. 100% free. All subscribing does is download the newest episode automatically so you don't have to search for it. All right. So some interesting stuff happened uh, over the weekend and prior to that. So to start things off, our favorite former Washington football teamer, is that what we're calling well, he I was actually a former
1: Redskins. So. No, 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 I know that, but I was yeah. thinking,
0: what do you call them? Washington football teamer? Washingtonian. Oh, my God. I, I didn't think about that until I was setting this up, and I was like...
1: Washington footballer.
0: Oh, my God. Isn't that horrible? Awful. Jesus Christ. Oh.
1: Washington F-tier.
0: <laughs> it's a nightmare. How are you supposed to do it? Anyway. I don't know. Something to think about. Well, Trent Williams is back in the news. So earlier this week, Trent posted on an Instagram video of him driving 125 miles per hour in his Ferrari on a freeway, and there were plenty of cars on the road as well. Trent, of course, has pushed the blame, as he tends to do, and said that it was actually his brother who took the video and was the driver. A quick note here, 49ers head coach Kyle Shanahan did not seem to approve of this very much, saying that, quote, that's nothing anyone should do on this planet unless you're a NASCAR driver. <laughs> End quote. <laughs> uh, oh man, I'm so happy this guy's gone. So happy he's such a piece of shit, and we knew this, but you know, of course, typical Trent is going to swear up and down it's his brother, and 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 there's really no way to prove it. But this is the kind of guy that he is. He's just always passes the buck. And Trent was, you know, supposed to be the leader of the Redskins, quote unquote. To me, no wonder they've been a disaster for really, since he's been there outside of a couple years here and there. right? But this, and I've said this before, but this is addition by subtraction. And they need real leadership on this team. And he was the supposed leader, right? I mean, it's the guy who didn't show up for OTAs, the guy who didn't show up for practices that aren't mandatory, right? And that's not leadership at all. He did not fit into Rivera's culture and... This guy, Rivera, he's trying to implement this culture. You can't have guys that are leading in such a shitty way to think it's okay to drive 125 miles on a freeway or just simply not show up for OTAs. Little things like that, that goes a long way, and I'm thrilled that he's gone.
1: The guy's just a complete bullshitter. I mean, I, I don't even really have that much of an issue opening up a Ferrari. <laughs> I, don't really, I mean, if, what the hell did you buy it for? You know, I mean, and thank goodness for COVID. I mean, hell, the traffic must not be that bad. So uh-huh. you, can really, you can open up that bad boy. But just fess up to it, man. I'm so sick of this guy. It's so played out. Blaming his brother. Blaming the doctors. Getting people fired. Throwing his own brother under the bus. I mean, shit, I'd do that to you, but whatever. Yeah, of course. But, I mean, it's just one thing after another with this guy. And like you said, absolutely. He was never a leader. He never gave a shit. He never did. He did his job. He went out there and he did his job. I mean, a lot of people do that. But... His heart was never fully there. It's so apparent that that's how this guy was. And I'm glad he's gone. We've talked about it before in the past episodes. And, you know, it's just par for the course with this guy. It really is. And enjoy him, San Francisco. Enjoy him. You'll get a year out of him and then he'll fight for his contracts or whatever he does. And everything's owed to this guy. Everything's owed to him. And um, I'm happy to see him gone. And, yeah, he would have never fit in with the Rivera situation, regardless of COVID, whatever it is. And, oh, man, go ahead, go down to Houston and do your work that you do and then come back and then, you know, whether it's weed or whether it's something else, it's it's always something. And I'm glad he's gone.
0: Yeah, make sure you record your workouts to show you're actually doing something. Yeah, Trent. exactly.
1: Yeah. Hey, guys, quick, turn that on, just yeah, like what, you did with the Ferrari.
0: What a douchebag. Yeah. Sad to say, but Noel and I are getting old, and we've been looking for ways to sharpen our hand eye coordination reaction speed, but also like to throw something around outside with our kids once in a while. Then we found this product, Hiko Sticks. Hiko Sticks has three prongs, three colors, throw it, call the color, and catch the color. Simple, right? It's way harder than it looks, and there are so many ways to increase the difficulty that challenges even the best athletes. For example, Odell Beckham, Alvin Kamara, Joe Burrow, just to name a few. They use it to take their training to the next level. So Heco Sticks is the winner of the Men's Health Award. Even though it's already being used across all major pro sports and college programs, doesn't mean it's just for the elite. It also has the national standard for K through 12 physical education curriculum. With so many shutdowns and gyms closing, Heco Sticks is the perfect tool to add to your home workout, or you can just make it a fun competition with your family. You know, while you're sitting at home, you can go to hecosticks.com for more details. When you order. Don't forget to use our promo code, Beltway Bros and get 10% off your entire order. Catch HECO sticks today. All right. So next, let's talk some caps, shall we? Let's do it, man.
1: <laughs> Another downer.
0: So the caps, they're down 3-0 in the series with the New York Islanders after Matthew Barzell's overtime goal finishing them off. Also a little nugget here. Let's hear about what kind of actual chances team has going forward. Of the 192 teams in NHL postseason history to be down 3-0, four of them have come back to win. So that's uh, 2.08%. I think there's a chance, right? So, you know, this is really a shame. The Islanders really have been fighting for their lives since the bubble started during the round robin, and they've been pretty hot ever since, obviously with a 3-0 with the caps is a good example. But It's a shame because the Caps started out really fast in the first two games, but this one in particular was really embarrassing, this game three. They really looked like they didn't want to be there, and they were outshot 14-6 to in the first 20 minutes. Right. You can't do that when you're on the brink of an 0-3 deficit. Uh, They got to come out gangbusters, and I was honestly really surprised that they didn't. I, I thought that they would look more like they did in the first two games. They just don't look like they want to be there. I don't know. You know, um... I was honestly pissed off when they kick Trotz to the curb, and it kind of serves him right at this point. Allowing a head coach that wins the only Stanley Cup in franchise history to walk the season after—I mean, who the fuck does that, you know? And I- I'm happy. To- right. I'm happy for Trots and I'll be rooting for him after this sweep because he earned it. He deserves it, and this is a team that is just not the same since he left.
1: Well, look, I just think the Islanders are just playing better. I just think they're a better team right now. They're playing faster. They're first to the puck. Their offense is eviscerating the Caps defense. You look at Nelson, he is skating around like a crazy man and looking. These guys look old. Carlson and and Orloff, they look like they're standing still. He's passing by them, he's making cuts. Even on the other side of the puck, offensively, even Ovechkin and like Wilson, those guys just, they look old. And I I love those guys. I think they're great players. But in comparison, they're not putting pressure on the Islanders' defense. They're not moving. I mean, if you watch the game, Ovechkin looks like he's standing in one spot the entire time, and there's just this pace of play that they just can't handle. There's no movement. And and it's been happening for the last three games. In in the first game, Holtzby was a fuck-up. All right, but in this game, he really played well. He was the best player on the ice. He kept them in the game, and yeah, they packed it in. But man, I mean, the offense wasn't even pressuring their defense, even in their own territory. They were just popping shots all over the place, just bombing them. It was ridiculous, just shot after shot. And they were supposed to be transitioning. They had their ass on the line in this game, and they didn't look like it. They were flying all over the place on, on both sides of the ice. It was ridiculous. I don't think there was one time on a 50-50 puck that a cap got to it. I really don't think so. And and I've looked back at the highlights, and I thought, man, was it as bad? And yes, it was. Th- there was no fight in this game. There really wasn't.
0: Well, there's been a lack of urgency the entire series for them. And this, yeah. is, this is honestly outside of the one Stanley Cup year has been the cap's problem all the way through. There always seems to be a team that wants it more than them. And they feel like they're more talented. They you know, have more veteran leadership, whatever. They'll get through it. And it always seems to rear its ugly head for them.
1: In past years, they've been in heartbreaking situations where they were still the better club in those series. I agree. And they should have won. <clears throat> this one, hands down, Islanders are dominating them. Yeah. I mean, they really are. Yes, the Caps have stayed in situations where, you know, they went up in the first game and they were in situation. But as soon as the Islanders put their pedal down, Caps were toast, man. And Holtby, he was utterly worthless in the first game. Second game, he got better. The Caps actually got better. And then they just died off in the third period. This game, they packed it in. They were fighting to a certain extent, but just the speed was just overwhelming. And this series is done. Oh, yeah. Unless there's a complete 180, everybody's going to use this Backstrom excuse. Honestly, he hadn't played that well before this to begin with. Yes, in the last game, he only played like, I think, um, seven minutes, and that was where it led into this game. They're saying potentially he might be back for game four. What's the point? It's not like he was killing it. Their front line is not playing well. They just aren't. Oshi had the final game of whatever you call it, the round robin regular season. He had a goal. He played his ass off in game two, but he was non-existent in this game. They were forechecking the hell out of these guys all over the ice. They were bodying. And the ironic thing is, you look at the size difference of these two teams, the Caps look like giants compared to these guys. And like I said, it goes back to the speed of the game. And the Caps are overwhelmed by it. It is like a swarm of bees out there.
0: Well, I mean, that's the thing. That's where the NHL is moving towards is more speed than – Brute force and the Caps have stuck to their guns with their known players. You know, they worked for them a couple years ago, but last year it didn't, they got knocked out of the first round. And, you know, typically they have been the faster, more talented team. And the majority of teams are moving towards it's like the NBA in a lot of ways. You know, the NHL has moved to the quicker, smaller, faster guys. And like in the NBA, when it's becoming kind of positionless. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the Caps are kind of a step behind now at this point. Yeah, they do really well during the regular season, as usual. And you mentioned before that they always looked like the better team, but that was, to me, fool's gold because prior to the Stanley Cup win, they were always pounding and pounding and pounding the puck, but they weren't taking good shots. They weren't taking shots that win in playoff hockey. You know, they were just taking slap shot after slap shot with no chance. Yeah, they may have outshot the team by, you know, 20 or 30 or whatever it was, but they weren't taking the shots necessary to win in the playoffs, and that was your issue. And that works during the regular season, but that does not work in the in a series, so that's where we're at now, and we're kind of back to the same old thing. And I think, honestly, I don't know if necessarily the team is too old, but I think that they have a team that is a little a, a step behind what your current NHL roster should be speed-wise and that kind of thing. I'm not so
1: necessarily thinking that they are old, but in this series versus the speed of the Islanders, they're looking old. And these other lines that they have with the younger guys aren't doing it either. And defensively, when Carlson is having to play the majority of minutes, when you have your defense of Orloff and Carlson as in the negative on a plus and minus, and they've been that way since they've been back in the bubble, that's a huge issue. And when you have a great offense, you can kind of camouflage that part of your game. But when you have guys that are not producing offensively, and are not putting pressure on their defense. Your defense better be playing well. And they're not. No. It's unfortunate. I take it as these guys had some time off too. And um, hey, there was probably gonna be an asterisk next to this cup anyway. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I'm okay with it. I just want them to go out with a little bit of fight and hopefully they come out in game four and show something because I still think they are a quality team and, and come out and do something productive to at least leave the season on somewhat of a high note versus getting trounced.
0: No, absolutely. Last topic we wanted to touch on is that after coming close to losing his life and coming even closer to losing his leg after that horrific injury a couple years ago, two years of rehab and 17 surgeries later, your best buddy, Alex Smith, is officially off the pup list and practiced fully on Sunday. Crazy stuff. Hey, what are your thoughts on this whole thing?
1: Can we go back to talking about the caps?
0: Hey, if you want to. We can do I that, mean, but- <laughs> w-
1: what have I said since the beginning, Matt? What have I said since the beginning? And yes, it's a great it's a feel good. Okay? It is. It's a feel good. If they want to make a movie about it, go ahead. Go ahead. Rudy 2, Alex Smith the journey, you know, some shit like that if that's what they want to do. But at the end of the day, we've got less than a month before the start of the regular season. Less than a month, everyone. Now this guy is
0: So anyway. You know. Let's
1: hope. But on paper right now, the season is starting on September 13th. Okay. now what you've done is you've brought in another quarterback to take reps away from the other two guys. That's what you've done. Now, if he was planning on being the starter, absolutely 100 percent. Bring him in. Give him his reps. Get him in there. But now we're splitting time between three guys. Come on, man. Four,
0: four, technically.
1: Oh, get the fuck. You you know what I mean. The three (laughs) mains and the other reject. Yeah. But this is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I just don't understand it. And I understand the, the football team needs some good PR right now. They do. That's not an excuse. You need to put a product on the field. And this guy is disrupting that. We have a small period of time and a small window here to put a product on the field, especially with a second year quarterback. I mean, this is stupid to me.
0: Well, you're going to be surprised by this, but I've, I've had a change of heart recently. I've been thinking about it more and more, and I'm, I'm just thrilled for him. I really am. This is an oh incredible... Oh, my st- God. Hold, hold on. Jesus. This, this is an incredible story. <sighs> and and like you said, this team could use a feel-good story right now, especially after the off season they had. And I'm not going to change the fact that I'm concerned about his health, especially after that video that you sent me with him with the champagne and everything with his family shaking
1: on his driveway. Yeah. I mean, the guy couldn't even walk in a flip flop.
0: He had a slight limp. He did. And coming down that step, it did not look good. But doctors have cleared him. His own doctors cleared him. And then also the team doctors cleared him. I would assume he's got to be okay. You know, I wouldn't put it past his franchise, of course, but I don't think they're going to risk sending uh, an unhealthy player. No, I'm not debating
1: that. No, no, I'm
0: not. I know you're not, but, you know, I'm just saying, if there was even the slightest risk, especially what he's been going over the last two years, there's no way in, in hell they would send them out. And I'm not. I know you're not saying that's what they would do, but I'm just saying my thoughts... From prior, I didn't want him to get injured again. And if the doctors think that he's okay, then shit, let's give it a shot. But I just personally think that there's no chance Smith is going to start. Rivera has said over and over again. Then what is the point? I'll tell you. I mean, I think that the point is that he's going to, yes, he's taking reps away probably not a ton, but he's probably taking reps away. Rivera has said over and over again that Haskins is his number one quarterback and then backtracks and says, but it is a competition. He said that he would start today if today had a preseason game. Okay, he would be his number one quarterback. He's been praising his work ethic. He's been praising him physically, what he did over the offseason. He's been praising him in the classroom. So I truly believe that Rivera thinks that he is the starter. He just wants it to be a competition. That's the culture. Everything's a competition. But he doesn't want to just hand it to Haskins.
1: It's easy to say that when the guy hasn't been on the field, okay? But now he's there. They're going to be putting the shells on on Tuesday to see what's going to be happening. And they're going to be somewhat live action. If this guy comes out and I've said this before, and I'm sick of saying it because everybody is so damn blinded by this feel good bullshit that if this guy comes out and you start seeing Haskins sailing balls, the questions are going to be there. And Haskins is even saying the right thing. hundred percent, man. I feel great for the guy. Yeah. I'm going to make him better. He's going to make me better. Garbage. I like it. Make it's you good. better in the film room. That's where he can make you better. That's where the debates can happen. This guy shouldn't be feeling like he has to look over his shoulder at the feel-good story and the Rudy. Yeah, I don't rooting. And disagree. that's my point.
0: But from a perspective of Rivera, there's no money in playing Smith. There just isn't. And Rivera's not an idiot. He knows what he has to see in Haskins. I guarantee he's going to play him regardless. He needs to see what he has in Haskins. I genuinely don't believe that winning is even a part of Rivera's equation right now.
1: I have a question for you. Yeah. And here's a scenario. Okay. Okay. Let's take it from Rivera. Sarah feels like he's the head coach, right? He's been told that by Snyder. He's been told that by everybody. He was hired on to be the head coach of the football team. As far as let's I just, know, yes. Let, let's just say Snyder decided, you know what? I want to I shake things up. I want to keep you on your toes, and I want to bring in another guy, a GM, to oversee things a little bit, to give you another voice in the room. Mm-hmm. Why is that different? Haskins, he said, is specifically his guy. You've said that. So why the fuck are we having this conversation? Why does he need added motivation to see? You see? You see, Dwayne, what can happen? Like, the, the, the heart that this guy has. You need to learn this. Like, for what? The oh. guy's been busting his ass. Yeah, he has. Good for Alex. Yeah. Go make a movie.
0: <laughs> They're not going to explain to Alex that he has no chance of starting. And I'm not in Alex's head of course, but to me, I think he's just happy to get back on the field at this point. I really do. He's getting paid one way or the other. And he's always been known to help the guy that's in front of him or behind him. He's a great leader. He's a great guy, a person that should be in the locker room. And I think Haskins can learn a lot from Smith being on the field and you know seeing, again, how he can work and all that kind of stuff. I don't see a real problem with this. I really don't think anybody has any delusions of grandeur that that Smith is going to be the starter. And I know that it's going to take away. It's going to be questions that Haskins has to answer and everything like that. And it's not going to, make him any more motivated than he was before however I think that it is a good thing for everybody and it's good to have more good players on your team I mean that's the bottom line and Haskins is going to lose his starting job Rivera needs to know what he has out of this guy he's not an idiot he's playing with house money right now he knows he doesn't need to win right now so why would you start Smith and if he does he's a fucking idiot right so I don't think this is anything that we have to worry about. I think this is only a positive for I'm
1: not. I'm not saying it's necessarily in Rivera's head. Like you said, Rivera's playing the game by saying everybody's job is on the line, everybody's under competition. I get all that. He's playing the head coaching game. He's playing never be comfortable, always strive to be better. I get all that. But it's not that outside of red of Washington Park or whatever the hell they call it now.
0: Washington State? Is that where
1: they're at? now? It, it's it's <laughs> yeah. It's not that way. Yeah. When you watch ESPN or you watch these other things where they don't talk about Washington at all. This is the only thing. They have him Alex Smith with his helmet. They have the champagne pouring thing on him. Look, That's what I'm talking about. No no I'm absolutely. saying oh here we go. Every article Google Washington guys
0: there's nothing Every else to talk about in- with this team. And and Ben standard is saying plenty to talk about. I'm talking about nationally. At least there's something positive to talk about with this team. Nationally. I'm just saying this team has had black eye after black eye after black eye. At least there's a feel good story to talk about. I don't think the guy has a chance in hell to start. Hire
1: Kaepernick. How about that? Well, Where's he go. at? Anybody talked about him a bit since June? We got a guy that doesn't even have a damn leg. <laughs> he does. And we've got Kaepernick. Sitting at home still. Everybody was like, oh, yeah. You know, and I've been thinking about that. And I Googled, to, sorry to change it on
0: you here. that's yeah, fine. But
1: we're talking about quarterbacks with viability and quarterbacks that motivate people. And supposedly he is, now he's the cat's meow. The
0: cat's meow. And this meow. guy
1: still doesn't have a job. <laughs> June, I looked Googled it. June 15th was the last article about him with teams, quote unquote, Interested. This guy's still sitting at home, and we've got Alex Smith who could barely walk on his driveway.
0: Is the yeah. feel good story. Look, I don't know what to tell you, but I, I will say unreal. Kind of off subject as well. But we're talking about training camp to an extent. Did, did you watch Hard Knocks? Yes. What did you think about all the testing that and all that stuff?
1: Is a beast. Yeah. That it, one for the Rams. Yeah. Oh my gosh, they did it up. They're doing it right, man. But they have the luxury of being in California where the weather's beautiful and, you know, you're never going to get rain and all that stuff.
0: Well, so do the Chargers. They didn't do it.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. I think they're doing it upright. I hope the rest of the clubs are doing it the same way because for the cameras, there was no nonsense.
0: Well, do you think that it was propaganda by the NFL? That's what I was thinking because, I mean, it was basically an infomercial about how they are keeping COVID away and all that kind of stuff. And honestly, I am very surprised that more cases have not come up yet. So I guess they're they're driving this shit down hard on them, and I'm actually really surprised that more guys have not tested positive so far.
1: No, I agree. I don't know what the, uh, what the circumstances are, how the testings are being given out, or in other clubs. Based on that, on the editing, I mean, HBO must have done a phenomenal job on the editing. They want to keep the NFL in, you know, on their network. So they're going to do it and make it look good. But from what I could see, they were testing the guys and and the guys were keeping their masks on and they were spread out and even during the meetings. I mean, if that's the way they're doing it great, but you have 32 teams. I mean, you got 32 freaking teams, man.
0: But I guess the mandate is that they are getting tested every single day. Here's a question I had when I was watching it. Why were the Chargers doing the swab on both nostrils and the Rams are only doing it on one? And it didn't look that deep either. I've gotten that shit five times. <laughs> it, it, they go way deeper when I get it yeah, done. Yeah, you were and, like
1: paralyzed in one eye after I <laughs> yeah. hit some
0: nerve. The third COVID test? Oh my God! Uh, they shoved that thing so far. Yeah, up my they were brain. doing
1: like, um, it's just four seconds. Little swab here, like, one. Shit. Where, where two. was this
0: woman when I got it? Done? Yeah,
1: right. <laughs> I mean, she was just. She took like a Q-tip, just barely in the tip. And um, okay, we're gonna do four rotations. Yeah, I was and, like,
0: that looked not bad. I mean, it, yeah. you know, and the guy was all uh, whoever that one guy was was terrified. He's like, you get this done? Yeah, have you ever gotten this one done? You was like, yeah. I know this sucks. Or I was like, yeah, it does suck. But actually, they—I don't even know if they're testing anything going as far as they did. But well, yeah, I we don't know.
1: I don't. I mean, I, I hope that they're doing it the right way. I want the NFL more than anything. I, I want it to come in regardless, and um, I hope that it starts on time. I mean, I can't believe that it's. Only- it doesn't even feel like football season, and I just hope that everything works itself out. I hope that the re- that Washington is doing empty the empty right stadium. Thing. Empty stadium, right? Empty stadium. And um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. And going back to the quarterback situation, I hope they really have this thing ironed out. And I hope that Alex Smith is what you say he's going to be and He does the mentor thing and he has his head in the situation that I'm just doing this for me to get back in there. Unfortunately, that isn't happening in media and it doesn't work that way when you have quarterbacks. Everybody wants this guy on the field. Haskins is a young kid. He's already got a lot of pressure on him. Some people are already saying he's a bust. And I just don't feel we need this aggravation. And I've said it before. I hope that the COVID thing doesn't put a spoil on anything. I'll take Alex Smith as the damn starter. If it comes (laughs) down to it. They play 16 games, right? Yeah, play 16 games, beast it out. But hey, we'll see what happens. And um We'll, we'll go from there. Yeah.
0: One final note. If I see one more person post on social media that with Washington making the announcement that they have no fans in the stadium, what else is new? They're used to it. They're used some, to it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't deal with it anymore. Yeah. Right. You know, for for the love of God, come up with something else. Nice and done, idiots. Anyway.
1: Seriously. Get Gotta. the fuck out of here. <laughs> I mean, fuck you.
0: Yeah, right. All right. So that's going to do it for this episode. As always, we are on all major podcast platforms. Please rate, review, and subscribe. If you like this show, please share it on social media. Again, please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and the Facebook group. Thanks for listening. Hope you guys have a great Monday and we will see you Wednesday.